Thank you for entering the lab on this episode. We discuss uh, the controversy with the uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. steroid suspension. Get into a little NBA, the fact that the uh, Nets and Heat are not on the Christmas list. A uh, little bit of uh, weekend, week one of the NFL preseason and then we have a lot of shout outs on this episode we we show love to a lot of people don't forget instagram at enter the lab uh twitter enter the at enter the lab youtube channel enter the lab definitely subscribe and then don't forget every episode whether you're listening to audio or visual on youtube is uh, a timestamp on so you could kind of flow through the episode if you want to you know listen to the whole thing just press play and and vibe with us if not you you could jump ahead for what you got as always every episode unofficially officially however you want to say it brought to you by billionaires row you already know where we're at but you know today we were chilling out in vegas doing a little bit of stuff there so just you know we got water everyone needs some water we got caviar we got champagne you got cognac. So just keep it rocking with us. Need that check, boy. She jingle play the beat. Need that check. You have now entered the lab with Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama, episode 36. We appreciate y'all for coming back. A uh, lot of a lot of random things to talk about. No, not, not focused too much on sports. Not focused too much on definitely not politics this time around. We we're, we're taking a little break from that. Uh, but a lot Which of moving parts. Yeah, we. I, I needed a break. Just listen back to some episodes. I'm like, we should probably take a little break from politics. But as the world happens, you know, we gotta report it live as we see it. But um, you know, we'll get into some some sports up. NFL kicking off, NBA and all that is uh, about to set off. And then uh, we got some random random news, random good debates. I think. I think this episode will focus on more this or that. What do you prefer? What's your opinion on this? Uh, which I you know, I think is the best for enter the lab is whenever you're in the lab, that's where the real discussions are, are going down at. Um, but what's going on with you for Tom? Man, just pretty much nothing crazy. Just got home a little bit ago, finished doing some shoulders at the gym. I, bro, my, my weekend was good. I just kind of relaxed, took it easy, sat back, watched some anime, Demon Slayer. Been kind of binging that. Watched a few movies, just you know, low key. Nothing hey, don't be uh, don't be watching two movies. I got a new segment coming up later on the episode, so oh, you know, no, don't no, be no. taking over my I'm segment. You know, that's me. Older, older movies. Older oh, okay, bet. I bet. You know, I mean, you know, late, late. I was gonna say, let your boy shine. Let me, I've been fighting for two feel, years to get a segment. Yeah, for <laughs> real, for real. No, that's that's all yours, man. <laughs> that's funny. But uh, maybe maybe bet the fort's coming back. We'll find out later on this episode. So stay tuned on that. We've been, you know, you've been saying things on Twitter. I was itching, bro. I was itching. I had to come back. It was good to take off for those months. I, I needed it. 
I yeah. was I was too too caught up with it and just uh, you know it wasn't particularly going the, the way I was hoping <laughs> it would go. I was getting cooked, so I had to just like you, you know, know step get back, back into the lab. Way. Yeah, yeah, get back in the lab, and you know football's right around the corner, so I think that's what I'm probably the best in. You know, basketball is too uncertain, man. Like anything could just sway it, but I think football. I'm, I'm pretty, I do pretty well. And so I'm confident with this season coming up. Yeah. So um, just to remind y'all, uh, appreciate you guys for continuing to listen on YouTube. Our, you know, our views, our likes, our comments, our feedback are, is pretty consistent. And we appreciate you guys. Uh, obviously, Instagram, enter the lab, Twitter, enter the lab, um, YouTube channel. Obviously, if you're watching this here, you're on our YouTube channel. So definitely subscribe and and follow all the social media that we have. We try to put out good, genuine content and uh, try to entertain y'all to entertain ourselves and, you know, get by uh, each and every day, every single week. But we have uh, Corey Ock on the uh, podcast next week. We have him booked. Um, we hope that goes according to plan because his album, Big Six, is uh, coming out this, what is that, Thursday? 818, yeah. This Thursday, yeah, 818. Yeah. I've been seeing that boy got some... Some dope ass cover cover art. Promoting um, the shit out of it today too, his stories and everything. So yeah, I love it. Uh, obviously, after we promote this episode Tuesday, Wednesday, when his album drops Thursday, Friday, and the weekend, we'll we'll make sure to reciprocate and 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 obviously promote that. Uh, and then we'll have him on on uh, the following Monday. Uh, obviously, we'll give it a listen before you guys do, or hopefully you guys listen to it uh, when we do. You know, give it a listen. Whether it's a couple songs here and there, you know, just the show. If you listen to the podcast, you know, you'll be dumb to not listen to the album a little bit. And then, you know, when you come back and listen to episode, what was it, 37 it'll be, you know, you'll at least kind of be in the flow. You know, we'll have them on a little bit. life. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to recap our last episode, which was, I, I think it was, um, I want to say 27. I'm just going to make up a number until I find out the number, and the number is... I think it was 26. You said it last week. Yeah, it is 26. Yeah, episode 26. So if you want to get refreshed, Corey Ock, it was a great interview, got to know him, but it was a great conversation. Whether you listen to him as an artist or, or um, know him, it was a good conversation regardless of the fact, but we'll have him back on for uh for 37 um yeah uh, it'll be better i think because now we're familiar with each other we're gonna have the album as a reference we're gonna have uh you know that foundation already set and then we'll be able to talk some good stuff so hopefully um you know look out for some i'm sure he'll release some music videos uh for the album and stuff like that so i'm i'm very excited to listen to it and then promote it for him and uh you know nothing but success but that'll be next episode on this episode Let's jump right into it. What you well, got? What you got? I'll talk about this. I was going to talk about this later, but maybe I'll talk about it now just to recap. I was in Ohio. I'll do a quick recap. Ohio, usually it's not, uh, you know, it's not the most, like uh, Joe Kim Noah said, you know. It's not a tourist you know, destination. Yeah, it's not a tourist <laughs> destination. It's like it's not everybody wants to go to Ohio to, uh, to you know, to vacation. You know, nobody looks forward to it. But... Obviously, that's now become my second family, and uh, you know it was a great time, great vibes, celebration. Um, you know, we did some fun things. This is probably my best Ohio trip. I've been there 
you know, five or six times already. And this was good. This is quality time. It was uh, a good trip. Quick weekend. I like packing uh, a backpack. My new thing, hopefully I could get to, you know, for a weekend trip, just packing one backpack. That's all we had. No carry-on, no check bag. You literally pull up to, to the that. airport. Yeah, bro. It's, it's so clutch. Minimal. It's um, not only does it save you money, but it saves you time, energy, everything. Um, if you're going away from a, for a Thursday, Sunday vacation, and it's not like a real vacation where you have to plan outfits and all that, you're just visiting somewhere. Dude, just a backpack is, uh, it was so stressless on my life. Um, you don't have to worry about nothing. You're not looking around for anything. It just it's put on the bag. So um, we're going to New York. Not this weekend, but the weekend after. Well, not the weekend after. What is that? The 22nd. 22nd. So I won't be record. I'll be recording here in South Florida the 22nd. And I'll be getting back, actually. Um, so I don't have even have to record in New York. So that's kind of clutch. So that'll be a week long for my, for my nephew. But that's where I'm at, you know, all around the East Coast Esco, as they say. That's it. So that boy East Coast Esco. Enough about me, more about Enter the Lab. And uh last week, it's funny because last week uh when we a bunch of topics popped off when we exited, whether it was sports or general news, and one of the things I think the day of or the day after was that uh, the Breakfast Club was uh was breaking up. You know, Angelie sent a tweet that <laughs> the Breakfast Club is no more, and then there was like People posting all types of uh, throwback videos. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I've been a fan. I haven't listened to them in a while because I stopped listening to the radio. But when I was in New York, New Jersey, I would listen to them every morning. And that was five five days a week. Um, and it's funny because when we started off the utility players, a lot of people called us like, or you know, what they called us in their life was their version of um, – the breakfast club because we cover kind of all topics we kind of were we're a group but um that was some funny uh, uh content if you're not on twitter you didn't see the content but breakfast club has a lot of great moments some of them not as quality because you know they're just trolling but some of them are real genuine reactions yeah. with Birdman put for some respect on my name that was a thing for like six months uh ray j popping off you had uh you know he had so many beefs and and topics and conversations but what did you what did you see when when although you were sending me non-stop fucking videos of that man charlamagne bro like i don't really like that guy because <laughs> some of the stuff he said he was just like he doesn't think before he says it but that's kind of like me too so i can't even like hate or you know mm-hmm. the only type of way you literally can't because you're kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. got to do the same thing right here. It's like, so is Tim Duncan bisexual? <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> Danny Green was probably like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, bro, Twitter is is always so great with that kind of stuff because everyone just is always retweeting or like now you can see favorites and just, I would probably go back and find some of them, but <laughs> that, that show is greatness. I, I never really watched it that much, but I would see like the clips and stuff. And when Soldier Boy was on there, like Drake, <laughs> bar for bar. That show was good because it was just like they only like rebranded or something. Like, what is yeah, I think doing? they're they're wind up rebranding, but obviously she put that out. You know, there's probably a marketing level of putting that out. You know, to raise awareness, get people you know talking about it, which is smart by her part or whoever made that business decision. But um, 
it was uh it was it's if it was if it's not going to be a show again it was a great show for what it was it was one of the first like hip-hop versions of you know they have these like corny like i mean if you're from new york z100 i mean they're syndicated so they're in all states right now you can listen to them in florida but like you have these corny like not to say like white shows that are like aha like super like jolly and uplifting or whatever like they were the real real street shit so like they got you know the talking obviously drama and 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 hip-hop and and some like beefs and stuff but they had great interviews uh you know all jokes and gimmicks aside a lot of their interviews were were quality um uh, because they did dive deep into um the artist itself and and kind of what they were working on so uh and they usually like last 45 minutes an hour they had jay-z kanye west on so in the last like 10 years so they've had like basically every single person on um and they've had a lot of controversy so um shout out the breakfast club you know hopefully they're they get rebranded they do their own thing but obviously as you go on you want more money and that's what we're all hoping for you know when you're you're successful you're hoping for uh either more money or you know as a group as if it's not just yourself doing it solo if you're two three four five people that's when it gets a little murky you know, so all of a sudden, start people start acting like divas. Some and drama happens. <laughs> there you go, exactly. So, um, and then the other kind of hip hop topic I wanted to see was that was kind of recent. Uh, it wasn't top news, but I I seen it trending on Twitter. Was all of a sudden Gunna was allegedly going to get out next week, and it was like, oh shit, Gunna sw- snitching on Young Thug because obviously a few months back. We had the the topic of Gunna, Young Thug going to jail for racketeering, Rico charges, whatever it was. Do you think Gunna snitched? Allegedly. Man, I I really hope he didn't because if he did, he's not going to last too long outside. (laughs) So, I don't know, man. I mean, it depends what kind of deal he got. You, you You don't know what's going on in these conference rooms nowadays with these guys. So it wasn't like they were saying that he wasn't even going to go back till like January. And now all of a sudden he's pushed up. So you never know. Something fishy might be going on. You know, something might be going on with that, but wanted to bring it to the light, at least to bring it up because I seen it trending. I was like, kind of snitch. Like, what are you talking about? And then it's because he got like moved up to, to uh to leave prison or something like that but stay tuned some some wild might happen are they are they both young thug and gonna still in prison as we speak or in jail whatever it is yeah they're, they're wow there. that's crazy yeah, no bail damn that's that got to be at least over 60 days um that hasn't even been talked about since it broke uh and those are two artists that are like hot like right now like putting out albums putting out records like it's not like has-beens like old artists or up and coming they're like in their quote-unquote prime so it's crazy that you got two artists locked up for 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 two three months at this point to be uh not in the you know not have their freedom which is crazy so i mean if they're guilty they're guilty so i'm not gonna i'm not over here preaching free young thug free gunner because if they kill somebody or yeah you know i mean if they're non-violent crimes whatever who cares you know everybody be doing non-violent crimes but if they uh they allegedly did something, you know, violent, you know, probably they should pay the price. So 
enter the lab is not pro-violence. We want to make sure everybody does their time if it fits the crime. Sponsored. Anyway, what else? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Oh, shit. Um, let's see. Yeah, so sport topics we'll, we'll jump into. Um, we got um, Fernando Tatis Jr. got suspended for PEDs. Um, I thought this was a good debate because I, uh, you sent me the article to remind me a couple hours ago about it, and I meant to write it down, but um, he got suspended 80 days for, you know, overall, he, you know, people never admit to taking it directly because there is a lot of things that go into a lot of things that people take that it could be on the ban list and you literally don't know and or the doctor. You should probably get it checked out uh, in baseball. Baseball, if you don't know, has a very, you know, has a, 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 a had an epidemic of uh, PEDs and steroids in the 90s and early 2000s and they've cracked down on that. But Fernando Tatis Jr., who is 23 years old, I think, and up in not even up and coming. He is a superstar. Um, great for the game. Got suspended. He was out um, half the season. He was about to come back from a shoulder injury. And, uh, yeah, so he got suspended for 80 games, so he won't be eligible to play the rest of the regular season, not for the postseason, and I think some of next year because it will carry over. What was your first thoughts of it? What are your thoughts about PDs, players getting suspended now, and then their excuse coming out? You know, give me the whole – your opinion yeah. because there's a lot it's not just you know black yeah. and white sometimes yeah no i was definitely disappointed to see that you know he's gonna get 80 game suspension because they had just traded for soto i was most certainly gonna tune into like these late night padres games on the weekends maybe you know to just see what what they do because they got a pretty decent team now they're, they're playing the marlins right now but i mean it, it just hurts the game like every year i feel like these players like you said that are like up and coming they're either hurt or they got like these steroid problems. And like, I told you, I was like, when I texted you, I was like, it's probably something he was taking to come back since he was hurt. And I mean, at this point, bro, like the way baseball is struggling and everything, like just, just bring that shit back. Like who cares? Like if you're going to level the playing field, love level it out. Like most sports, most of these athletes are taking some kind of shit to, enhance their performance UFC basketball whatever the case may be like you you'd be naive to to not think so so it's it's unfortunate like his dad said but like at some point bro like don't don't say like it was for a ringworm you know like come on and then his dad's like oh it was because of a haircut or something like infective part like come on man like make it make sense you know so, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because I, I like Tatis. I think he's he's great for the game. All these young players are. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's bad for the Padres because obviously they traded for um, Juan Soto in order to have him for two and a half years, including this year as half a year to make you know. Uh, a strive for with uh, the postseason, not only the postseason, but World Series. You know, you don't trade for Juan Soto without thinking you could win a World Series that, that year, as he did with the Nationals a few years back. And it's sad because uh, when they interviewed 
all the other Padre players, they were disappointed because he has a history of, you know, uh, prior to this year, I mean, before the season, he would he break his wrist playing basketball, didn't tell the team, and then he had to get surgery or the shoulder. And then last year was the show. I, I forget vice versa, but he's basically had two injuries that were kind of avoidable or, or the way he handled it after. And then this happened that's like three strikes already in like two years. So as a, you know, as a teammate, you want to give your, you know, you, you don't want to show up your, your, you don't, as a teammate, you don't want to show up your teammate, but there comes a time where it's like, bro's got to get his, his shit together. You know, if he really wants to be in it, you know, he hasn't showed that superstar talent, uh, you know, this will taint him for a little bit. I don't think steroids, if you test positive now, it'll linger with you for as long as it used to because back in the day you could get away with it. These days you can't get away with nothing. You know, you, you if you usually players get that get suspended for any type of substance are getting suspended for are a lot longer and more serious now like yes so yeah you're not doing it and saying you know what it's worth the risk no you're if you're doing it you you most sometimes you you know you can make a legit case that dudes you know it's so hard to know what you're putting in your body and most people say you should know what you're putting in your body as athlete and i agree with that where you should be you know you get a bottle of anything a lotion any subscription from a doctor Doc, doctor doesn't know right away what ingredients are, are, are banned from the MLB. And also, another technicality with this is a lot of cross-contamination goes on. This is the debate I wanted to have real quick was a lot of cross-contamination goes on in manufacturing some of these supplements that are not like super, super regulated. And even some of the ones that are regulated, you know, sometimes it happens where, you know, you get a little bit. I don't know how it literally works, but I could imagine in a factory, you know, some things aren't up to compliance and you could cross contaminate things. And then all of a sudden, it, uh, something that wasn't supposed to be in it is in it. It happens all the time. Things get recalled. Uh, Bree just told me that Capri Sun got recalled because they had like cleaning solution in a bunch of Capri Suns. I don't know if it was the liquid or the actual pouch, but like that's an example of like, <laughs> you don't. You think you know what you're putting in your body, but you you really don't. And uh, so you don't know what to believe, but uh, it sucks that Tatis Jr. didn't didn't have the credibility leading up to this, um, you know, because he's made a bunch of immature decisions. But the positive is he's probably going to have another 15 years of, of a career to prove that, and I think he will prove it in a good, as long as he stays healthy, he's on the field doing the right things. He's a superstar, so that's not going to go away. No, it's like I said, it, it just takes from viewership. And at some point, bro, like you, you got to get shit together. Like you got paid, you got a contract. Like You did. And it's not like your team isn't trying to help you like win. Like they're moving the pieces. They got Machado. They just brought Soto. Like they got good pitching. So like I know you're only 23, but come on, bro. Come on. Like do better. Yeah, please, please. MLB struggling with talent. Otani, obviously, he's uh, doing pitching and hitting, and his team's not even going to make the playoffs. And he's a uh, he could be he could probably win the MVP every single year. Hopefully, Judge wins it. Judge is the only thing going right on the Yankees right now. Yankees stink. I'm not going to talk about them. Judge got uh, leading the league and basically, if not leading, but he's top five in every 
statistical category, so he should win the AL MVP. Yankees stink, but it's baseball. It's 162 games, like I say. It's like you're going to have a string of 20, 30 games where it's not going to go well, but um, we're in the, you know, we're in August, so they got to finish off the next month and a half strong if they uh, want to be up there. But And then uh, the last baseball comment, did you see the uh, Mets closer Diaz walkout song? It's not new, but it's new to the mainstream. Like I saw it. I saw it dude, like last week. That shit's it was, hype. It was pretty hype. It was pretty hype. Yep. It's uh, it's got the whole horns. I don't know the song about it. I don't know if you could find it real quick, but um, he started doing it. I think last year uh, he struggled the first year with the Mets and then got better last year. Um, but you know, baseball man, they need the theatrics more than ever because. That's what they they lack because of their tradition, because of the unwritten rules. Uh, Diaz, Edwin Diaz, has been a, a machine. I think he has the most strikeouts per um, inning for a reliever, or probably just a pitcher in general, than uh, of all time. Um, I think he's pitched like forty eight innings and has like a hundred strikeouts. It's ridiculous. Uh, but his walkout music is pretty dope. It's pretty, uh, you know, it's not intimidating, but it's a vibe. Are you pulling it up at all? Yeah, I'm mute. I'm mute. Yeah, I pulled it up on the Twitter app, but I got to pull it up on, on Chrome. To, yeah, I was going to say, don't pull it up on anything official because, you know, MLB might take it down. No, nah, nah, I think MLB would be cool with it. I don't know. I'll buy some time. But, um, yeah, that's basically the only MLB chatter you'll talk about us. Anything you will be able to talk about, actually, is uh, controversial shit. Because on the field, baseball is baseball. It's not fun for me right now. Yankees are uh, not doing well. If you could pull that up before I move on, you let me know. Bro, I don't want to hear you talking about Yankees stink and you don't want to talk about baseball. <sighs> And this, this, and that. Like, come, come on, bro. What are you really? Bruh. We can't win. We can't score. All right. This is what it is. Edwin Diaz entering a game. If you're watching on YouTube, put it up. Bro's lit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shout Turn up. Baby. Not even a Met fan. I don't root for him, but that's just lit. If you're in the stadium, let's go. Oh yeah, if you're in there, you gotta you gotta get up and vibe. Alright, cut it. <laughs> it's funny because I seen a full production. I I don't know if somebody edited on like Twitter, or they had it on the real feed. They had it black and white when he got introduced. <laughs> and right when he walked onto the field, it turned to color. I thought that was so oh, fire. No. I thought that was so amazing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's pretty dope. Like like I say, I'm a big MLB fan. I know you are. And it's like those little things in baseball need to happen because, um, you know, it's a, it's a pretty slow game compared to everything else. You need but, as much of that as you can get, bro. 
for sure. I mean, golf is pretty slow, and it gets it talked about a lot. So, yeah, make it a spectacle. Get get a little controversy. Controversy Ooh. as far as, like, the flair of the game, you know, the marketing ability, and that's what they lack because a lot of people don't know who Shohei Otani is, and that's a crime because it's like he's he's you can't even call him the modern day Babe Ruth anymore because it's like Babe Ruth wasn't doing what he was doing when he was playing, so it's uh, it's way different. Um, UFC two seventy eight is this weekend. Usman Edwards. Let's do a little, if we can, a little short. What do you got going on as far as those? What do you, who do you see winning that fight? Is there any controversy, and is there anything in the undercard that stands out to you? Before I really get into that, I kind of just want to um, recap just the main event from over the weekend. That boy, Cheeto Vera, bro, that, that dude is legit. He deserves a title shot. I think he'll he'll be one of the next UFC champions. Um. I'm excited for him, bro. That dude is, like, mad humble. He fought a legend in the sport, Dominique Cruz. Dominique Cruz is now 24-4. and four. But, man, Chido Vera did his thing. So, I'm excited for him, bro. I think he copped one of his shirts. I copped the fucking Charles DeBronx shirt. Ooh. So, yeah, you already know. I'm trying not to wear it till he fights on October 22nd. But, I don't know. I might have to break that this weekend. Who, who knows? Do it. it you send me that shirt, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that shit's fire. That shit's fire. Yeah, it's so fire. Did, fire. did you wear it to the gym or you sent it to no, me? I, I just okay, it don't to wear it to the gym. It. No, no, that's not a gym shirt. No. Uh, I did buy a shirt that says defund the IRS for the gym, though. <laughs> but, yeah, no, Usman Edwards I mean, is getting USC 278. I mean, Jose Aldo's fighting, too, um, and uh, Paulo Costa's fighting. Luke Rockhold coming back off, like, three years. I'm excited. A lot of people talking shit about this card, how it doesn't have that much star power and whatnot. But sometimes those are the best cards, to be honest. Like, you got all these people that not many – they're not household names, and they want to show out. So, I'll watch anything UFC, bro. Like, today I watched um, – what did I watch today? I watched Oliveira again. <laughs> like, I can watch Oliveira all day. But I think Usman defends his title – He's he's pound profound number one right now. I, I hope they make it a fight. I hope it goes to championship rounds, but Usman has a lot of power. These dudes have been talking a little bit of shit back and forth. Edwards was saying that like Usman's a little like prima donna now. He's out here like he's got no shirt on and he's just this man wears shorts with a jacket, like like a suit. Like I don't understand why he does that. Like, come <laughs> on, bro. Like, yeah, he said the money's getting to his head. Usman got to dress a little bit better. But that man can fight. So anytime he fights, he puts on a show, you know what you're going to get. I'm tuning in. I'm not going to pay for it, but I'm going to tune in. Yeah, Usman's been on. Um, I've grown to like him only because I've been a lot of respect for him over the last. Exactly. Year. That's exactly where I was going. It was uh, the respect factor is there with, hey, it's like, um, you know, how I relate to the teams that I hate. But when they're good or great, I can't say anything about it. Where I didn't, I didn't like him. I didn't fall in love with him right away. And then watching him fight, he just wins. He wins right. He doesn't do anything too flashy. And then he's been on Pat McAfee show a couple times lately, interview wise. He's he's quality. He's uh, you know, I, I, 
you want the fighters that you watch to be stand-up men, I guess. Uh, it may be my preference. I'm sure you, you, you have the same agreement with that, where it's like you want the guy to have respect. Obviously, we love our uh, McGregors that are disrespectful at all costs to, to raise the game and be marketable and stuff. But when you get that real-deal fighter that respects the game but also um, you know, has that, that, uh, that warrior mentality, uh, and he and he lives it. Not only he just plays it, he lives it every single day. You could tell. Um, so I respect him a hundred percent. So uh, yeah, I look forward for that uh, match. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Is there any other uh, undercards with that, or or anything we should look out for? Um, Paulo Costa, Luke Rockhold. Rockhold is coming back. Um, Jose Aldo. He, he's he's plus money too. He's plus one hundred and five, so I might dabble on that. Um, prelims, I don't really know too too many people on the prelims. Uh, early prelims starts at six, so we got some time to uh, get kind of lit. Where's it uh, located at? Uh, where are they uh, fighting? I think it, it's going to be in it's in Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, interesting place. What? Huh. That is, that, it's not weird, but it's just interesting because, uh, you know, that's not a place where I would think in any way that they would put a, a, yeah, like they would, no, well, yeah, they're, they're a bunch of weirdos there, but no, <laughs> just, just like a fight like that where you have, you know, obviously pound for pound one, if not the two, one of the two best pound for pound in the, in the whole sport fighting in salt lake you know i would i would see a pay-per-view being there but not that pay-per-view that's uh very interesting of a business decision i don't mind it i'm gonna kind of see how the crowd reacts because that's a way different crowd than a new york a florida vegas. a vegas yeah a, a, a texas you know yeah. it's i'm gonna see you're gonna know right away if they can hang or not because uh as a viewer of wwe i, I watch some live events uh whether it's raw smackdown and they'll they'll be in certain cities and you're just like ah, this city's not energetic they're not you know the best cities are obviously you know loud and controversial and will shout things like in new york boston chicago um you know stuff like that and uh, i don't see salt lake but hey i'll give them a chance when i'm watching the pay-per-view to see if they uh they can hang hey, a little I bit mean, at least at least during basketball games we heard they they say some controversial stuff so. you're right they <laughs> do they do in basketball say some yeah, they are noted for that so they are known some wild that. stuff so they'll get the benefit I, of the doubt that's I, for I sure don't think they'll say too much at a ufc event when they know that whoever they're talking to could beat their ass you know? <laughs> I mean, you would hope, like, when you're saying wild shit at Russell Westbrook right in the front row, <laughs> like, 10 feet away from him, you know, it's, uh, we'll see. That'll be, uh, that'll be very fun to, uh, that'll be a, a secondary thing to watch while watching the fight. So, um, let's see here. All right, UFC. Wrapping it up, let's see. Uh, football, let's jump in right into football. Um, like I said last week, Lions Hard Knocks. Uh, I don't know if I no it it premiered actually after, so I only said it um, to you. Um, I've been watching Hard Knocks probably, excuse me, for the last ten years, and that was episode one was the best episode of Hard Knocks that I've seen when comparing it to any of the episodes in any other season for the last ten seasons. 
Um, and you could tell these people are genuine. The head coach is a psycho. Uh, Jamal Williams with that quote and that breakdown after practice. Um, uh, you know, they got they got some real deal uh, players, uh, former players as coaches. Deuce, was it Deuce Staley? Um, you know, they got Heinz uh, Ward. No, not Heinz Ward. What's the other dude from uh, from Pittsburgh wide receiver? Not Heinz Ward. Antoine Rondell. Yes, Antoine Rondell. They got some, and they got a couple others that I don't know the name of, but they played uh, in the NFL season. They, I think they said the stat between four assistant coaches, they got like 40 years of coach of NFL experience, which is amazing. You know, you need that for a young team uh, because you want to be believable. You want to lead from the front. And this man's doing up-downs as a head coach to start a practice. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the episode, but he did 40 up-downs just to start practice, and he did it with his team, him and his assistant coach. I was like, damn. Like, he don't need to do that, And but if you do do it, that's only more ammo for your team to be like, all right, I, I back this dude. I, I respect him. Um, did you see any more clips? Did you watch the episode? Because if you don't, I'll give you my login to watch it because it's unbelievable. No, I definitely got to tune in. What, what's it on? Peacock? Yeah, HBO Max. H oh, I got HBO Max. We good. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll watch it uh, sometime this week. Bro, but yeah, no, I mean, you will want to run through a wall, bro, after like, the first I, episode. I like Dan Campbell when, when he was interim coach of the Dolphins. Like The Dolphins were, were behind that guy. They played for him, so. Nah, he's definitely a player's coach, and I, I I hope the Lions are good. Like I know I know a few people that are Lions fans, and that that division needs a, a little bit of uh, shaking up and, and competition. You know, the Vikings could be good, so can't just be the Packers every year, man. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so, if you didn't see HBO. If you didn't see HBO Hard Knocks of the Detroit Lions and you never watch Hard Knocks, definitely if you love football, watch it. If you watch it like I do every single season, must watch. Uh, new episodes are every Tuesday night. I believe once they air live at 9 or 10 p.m. Um, standard Eastern time or whatever, they go live on HBO Max. Definitely worth it. Um, I'll be locked in every single week. Anything stand out to you uh, week one of NFL preseason? The Ravens have won 21 straight preseason games. I, I don't know how that's possible. That's kind of crazy. Well, it hasn't correlated into uh, Super Bowl wins, but they've been relevant. They've been over 500. They've been in the playoffs, so it says something, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really pay attention too much to, for, to preseason anymore. Like, it's only three games now. Like, Yeah. It's cool to see like second stringers and people like trying to make the team and you know mm -hmm. ball out, but you're not gonna get like high quality football out of it. Like it's just people watch it because we haven't had football in, in months, and in a few in like next year that we might not even be worried about it because we're gonna have football year round pretty much with all yep. these new leagues coming out. So yeah, XFL next summer. Can't wait for that. Yeah, we'll, I'm gonna lock into yeah. a game in that. To a team, I'm sorry. I'm going to lock into a team. I'm going to claim my, stick my flag in a team. Probably Orlando because it's in the state, but we'll see. It's sad that we don't have a, like, a Northeast team. We don't have a New Jersey, New York team. That's unfortunate. I don't know why they didn't do that. But my take backs from first week of uh, preseason was, first of all, the Giants got to win. I don't care how we get it. 
I know it seems petty, small, whatever, but like any win Maybe when you're trying to what? They beat New England. Any team, shit. We're trying to win the game just as much as them. So, yeah, um, I'll take it. We went zero and. Like, yeah, no, of course we went zero and three last year. We didn't play any games before that. I think, you know, twenty nineteen or yeah, twenty nineteen. It was uh probably we probably went one and three. I would imagine, and then we've been shitty ever since. But yeah, when you're trying to build a any any type of. Uh, foundation any win is important and uh close game there like you said ravens won all uh, the browns i heard deshaun watson got a lot of booze and a lot of verbal assaults which he'll get a lot of um cardinals did their thing there'll be the in-season um hard knocks if you guys last season was uh indianapolis colts which was a uh, very interesting obviously i, I met not obviously, but I met uh, Jonathan Taylor at a Whole Foods down here in, in uh, South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, randomly at like 10.45 in the morning, stalked him outside of in the parking lot, took a selfie with him, gave him some daps, and, uh, you know, that was cool because I watched him. Uh, I had him on my fantasy net, fantasy team last season, and then I also watched him on the in-season um, hard knocks, and it's it got to know, you know, as an outside not fan of the, the, the Colts, I got to know him as a person as much as possible, meaning how he conducts himself when he gets all this praise. And uh, throughout the season, he was killing records. He was doing, you know, eight straight games with 100 rushing yards over, and, and he remained humble. He, you know, deflected the, 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 the credit and all that. So I respected him, and that's what I told him when I met him. I was like, dude, I, I – not only did I have you on fantasy, and I thought I I liked you, but like watching you on Hard Knocks, that was a, a different type of situation because you're you're not acting out for the cameras. You actually got more shot. You know what I mean? Like, and that says a lot when a guy's all of a sudden doing historic numbers or whatever, setting records, and he's still remaining humble. That says a lot because any of us would show out. <laughs> you know what I mean? If we do one little thing uh, good, we wanna we wanna flaunt, right? Hundred percent. But yeah, no. Nah. John, he seems like a laid back kind of guy. He seems like he mm-hmm. does his thing. I mean, he, what, he he went to Wisconsin, like so. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah, he, he knows what's going on. He knows. What's Shout going out. On. So uh, yeah, we want you know obviously on this podcast what we'll do because last year when we started enter the lab it was at the end of NFL season. What I think we'll do is. You know, we'll try to designate 5, 10, 15 minutes the most into the NFL week. You know, we don't want to spend whole episodes on NFL. Uh, and if we do, we'll maybe do another, you know, special episode, you know, 15 we'll minutes, 20 minutes, okay. or a guest. But uh, we'll definitely touch on, on football as it goes on because we're a weekly po- podcast. We'll want to, you know, obviously touch on what happened in NFL, but we'll try to narrow it down and we'll – you know, work behind the scenes pre-production, like what topics we want to hit, what games we want to talk about, and what uh, what's going on because you know the NFL is always uh, always drama, just like the NBA. So um, in the fall, which is upcoming, we'll have NBA, we'll have um, NFL, and uh, you know everything else. We'll have the World Cup coming, which is a little different. That'll be fun. You know, everybody's represented in that country-wise. I know. Uh, that'll be uh, very interesting to see a fall World Cup because usually during the, sum- during the summer, it's perfect timing. 
um, because nothing else is going on. So it's like baseball or World Cup. Obviously, World Cup overtakes that. Um, yeah, World Cup. It's going to be a little bit different, but I mean, it's it's the World Cup. Like, I I love the World Cup. There's just something about it that you know, every four years, it's it's different. I'm I'm excited for a little change of pace. You know, yeah, Qatar. It's hot. It's like 120 degrees. They had to yeah, move. Yeah, they had to yeah. build their own stadiums. They had to put air conditioned vents. Like it's a weird con- like situation that they have that they had to build. You know, obviously Qatar is like an, in Saudi Arabia, I believe, and they had to build everything from scratch because that whole city's 30 years old, basically. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the games go. Hopefully the players are safe because it does get hot and hopefully the air condition is pumping out of those stadiums properly. Um, but it'll be fun. Uh, USA is going into it. I think this is one of our best teams in 15 years. And then obviously you have the European teams. We'll, we'll get into that. We should have, we have a couple of guests I think in mind that we could, you know, jot down to cover some world cup. Um, I'll write it down. I'll keep a note of it. We got some friends and some people we talk to that know a lot more soccer than we do, and I think that'll be fun to have them on, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I already got a few people in mind that we can have on and talk some football. Football. Yo, I wish I was at Draymond Green's wedding, man. Talk to him. They, them boys look like they were having a lot of fun. I'm just I'm just saying like after after watching some of these videos and you know like what's what's good with this bro If you're listening or watching we're playing a video Look at these look at this bro Is that marijuana? Look at that shit dog What's that white stuff? Is that ice? Is that uh, ice of marijuana? I think it's I think it's the tips. Oh like, like the tips where you the, got yeah, you okay yeah, yeah. Wait, is, is that literally his what? Damn it! Yeah, I guess it is, right? Like, how could you? For having us, they tagged him and everything. What state is that happening? Hopefully, it's all legal. Probably in Ob- California. Yeah, obviously he's smart enough to know that. Yeah, well, he's not he's selling not. them either. He's getting them out. Hey, yeah. I don't want to get him in trouble, but hopefully he's doing the right no, thing. You know what if, I mean? If any, if anyone's gonna get him in trouble, it's not gonna be us. <laughs> ah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, like. That's true. It doesn't matter. It's Draymond. He he gets himself in trouble anyways. Yeah, he that boy that boy knows how to stir the pot. Uh NBA retiring number six, Lee Wide, Bill Russell. Um, Boston Celtic that, you know, died last week. Um what's your thought of NBA? So obviously NHL has number ninety nine retired league wide for Gretzky. Gretzky. Um uh, baseball has 42 for Jackie Robinson. Uh, there's been a lot of talk over the last decade, I would say, that NBA should retire 23, and it was all about on court. But I think um, the NBA made a good decision for if you're going to make somebody retired number, make it on court and on off court, you know. And I think that's what yeah. Bill Russell uh, is. So, what was your take on it when you seen the news break? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with it. I totally agree. Um, the players that already wear six are gonna get like grandfathered into it. Yeah, there's only like 15 people. Yeah, not too many. Half um, the league. Yeah, but like I said, great idea, and I just kind of go back to what I said on last week's episode. Like, 
the impact that he had for the players in this era, not yeah. so much like his era or whatnot. Because we all know he was a great player, but just everything he did off the court and the relationship he had with you know Kobe and LeBron and Wade and AI and you name it, you know, it was it was good to see and kind of refreshing because, like I said, not a lot of these older players have good relationships with the players we watch now. And I get it. But at some point, like, it's a fraternity, bro. Like, come on, just get along. Like, records are meant to be broken. Yeah, somebody sent me a that, you know, wasn't isn't totally informed about NBA basketball, so I had to educate that person. And they're like, oh, shit, like, number six got retired. You would think, like, LeBron or Jordan – and I had to tell him, I was like, if you look at his stats, first of all, his stats speak, you know, volumes about him as a basketball player. And then the controversy about his stats is that, you know, he's playing, quote unquote, against all white dudes, you know, all, you know, regular type humans that weren't athletes, freak athletes like him. But also he won, I think, like 11 titles, whether it was I think one or two were coaching, nine were playing. So, like, he has a, you know, his legacy is winning, whether it was, you know, he didn't control what league he played in when there was 12 teams in the league or eight teams in the league. So, that's not up to him. Um, He dominated a a situation that was dealt to him, but also it was what he handled off the court. And um, that's why I wanted to bring up this topic was, like, he was dealing with, you know, racial tendency or a controversy with Muhammad Ali, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the 60s, um, and then obviously every decade since. Um, being a part of the game, being a part of the league constantly, being at all the award shows, the all-star game. So he wasn't a guy that played really well, got his fame, and then or from or try had an agenda and then just disappeared. Like he's somebody that had the integrity and the you know the uh, you know the character of like that long term relationship with the game and also people. So that's why they retired his number. It wasn't about just the numbers, the sport, uh, the the stats, the championships. It was the legacy of everything he in in one. And if you're gonna retire a guy's number. With all those accolades, you can't retire number twenty-three, LeBron James or Michael Jordan, because or Kobe, if you want to say that, because that's your bar now. Like you can't just retire any number. Like if you know, hypothetically, in twenty, thirty years, if when Jordan dies or LeBron, whatever, it's like you're gonna. How could you justify that? So I think that is one of the only numbers that that's their Jackie Robinson number. Uh, in NBA, you know, obviously NHL retired 99 Gretzky because his numbers are stupid. Like, he's not, I don't think he influenced, he influenced the game probably offensively like those players, but also uh, not socially or, you know, so, you know, whatever it is because it's a different situation. But uh, Gretzky's numbers are, uh, I hate to use the word, but it's meant, is they're retarded. They're they're almost unbreakable numbers uh, as far as goals, assists, points, everything, uh, championships. So, um, wanted to touch on that. Any other last note on Bill Russell, number six? No, nothing from me. What I will say is, NBA Christmas games, we will not be cheering Yay. for our teams. 
Well, you know, the uh, NBA announced their Christmas uh, schedule. No nets because they're probably uncertain with they don't want to take a risk of them being on TV and them being bad, which wouldn't make sense because you, you take that chance of them being on TV and no heat for the first time or they're on Christmas every year. That's annoying. I mean, they got they got to put teams in, in these markets that you know make sense. Like the Knicks are always going to be on playing on of Christmas. Course. Like the Lakers are always going to be playing on Christmas, and like you want to watch like Harden and Embiid, you want to watch Luca, you want to watch Giannis. Like it makes sense. Like yeah, Jimmy Butler is is a superstar in the game, but he's not gonna get you a Christmas game. Like maybe if we would have went to the finals, sure, why not? But I don't even think that the Heat care, bro. As a team, they're probably just like whatever. We'll just chill with our family. So I'm I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I'm not. Yeah, it's uh obviously they have their own business decision. I'm sure they're running through the schedule, the numbers, business wise, what's hot, what's not. You know what makes more money. You know there's a lot of factors. It's not just the best teams get to play on Christmas because there's only, what, eight teams that could play on Christmas uh, or ten, eight at least. Um, so it's not just uh, you, if and, you're the best. It's... And there's, there's NFL Christmas games now. So like, Oh, yeah, I forgot this year there is, right? Yeah, there was some last year too. That's interesting. So I'll probably be watching NFL over NBA most likely. Maybe if KD is opt-in and is with the Nets, maybe the Nets don't even get a um, a game because two he New York teams. said something about, like, all the rumors yeah. today. Yeah, you know, yeah that like, he's oh, not going to retire. Yeah, I mean, he loves the game way too much to retire. He, he'd rather he's suck it up. Like, yeah, that, he's a yeah, bona fide hooper. He's not going to retire. So, um, before we wrap this up and go into shout-outs, I did want to – you know, not not giving an inaugural. Uh, we'll kind of work on it. I'll kind of, you know, feel my, uh, you know, feel my segment out. But Esco is what to watch movie review. Uh, a few weeks ago, I watched uh, Nope. In theaters, matinee. I watched The Black Phone. I watched the other day at home. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And today on the flight back to South Florida, I watched Prey on Hulu. Now, I'll give my reviews. I'll kind of, you know, I'll clean it up. You know, I haven't worked on it, but I'm going to go raw a little bit. So basically my reviews will be based on kind of these categories, things that I like that, you know, it's it's subjective. I'm not going to, if I love a movie, you probably might hate it, which is most likely or vice versa. But when I watch a movie, I'm looking for things like this. I'm looking for... Damn, double play from the Yankees. I'm looking for visuals. I'm looking for camera shots. I'm big on camera shots. I'm big on, you know, if, if the director's getting creative with how he has the camera positioned on settings, on on just visuals in general. Very big on that. Uh, script, the the dialogue. You, you could have a bad movie but a great dialogue and I'll be locked in. Um, that's important to me. Uh, you know, keep me engaged with words, quotes, you know, things that I, I feel 
you know, with the words. You know, everybody can relate to that. Uh, the storyline's got to make sense from start to finish. Don't introduce something in the beginning and don't tie it up at the end. That's going to be the end of you. You can't, you got to make sure you're remembering things because when I watch a movie, uh, even though I have, you know, self-diagnosed ADHD, I pay attention to little things and I catch things all the time. So you need to make things make sense. Uh, the actors, uh, um, you don't have to have, you know, the top tier actors, you know, the multi-million dollar actors, but the actors need to be quality as far as up and coming. You know, obviously uh, the black phone, uh, if you didn't see, it had very young actors and they were amazing in it. They were uh, I think under 15, 16 years old, but they acted in the movie as if they were 9 or 10 years old, and they were amazing. Um, the score, meaning music in the movie, is big. You know, I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan. Uh, music, you know, he owned, he's he's the best director and filmmaker of with music uh, of all time, in my opinion. The way he puts in music, he makes it sometimes loud and obnoxious. He kind of creates the scene. Um, yeah, the score is big with me with what music you put in. It doesn't have to be like rock music. It doesn't have to be music you know. It can be very subtle. And the last thing is like kind of that emotional, subjective feel. And that's what I said about when I score movies. It's like subjective because it, it, it might one movie might make you feel one way versus another. So what it makes you feel at the end, like was it worth your time? Was it emotional? Did it relate to you? So um, to go backwards, nope. I think I talked about it a little bit. For me, I scored it a, a 7.5. Um, it was, uh, I went into it thinking it would be, you know, 8, 9, 10. But, you know, 10 is like all-time greats. 9 is Grammy Award, uh, not Grammy Award, Oscar Award winning, like all, basically all time, but like everybody could agree. And then you get into your 8s and 7s and you could kind of play around with it. I thought it was a 7.5. I don't want to give away spoilers. They had me locked in for, you know, uh, Jordan Peele, uh, great writer, great film director of what we've seen so far, and I loved his movie. So, you know, two out of two um, leading up to this, and this didn't tie in at the end of it. Uh, great actors, great visuals. Um, I love the backtrack. I love the, the camera film the scenes the visuals were all there but uh didn't tie it up for me uh black phone uh 8.2 um this is going to be a little uh controversy because maurice and tt text me and they watched it that's after i hopped it up yeah yeah what that's the one i want to see yeah definitely watch it uh they didn't like it uh as much as i did uh we're gonna hang out on Wednesday night and I'm going to break it down and tell you, tell them how I feel about it. And I want to hear their take because, um, I didn't read it too literal. Um, I think they took it too literal trying to figure out some of the nuances of the movie and, um, some of the, uh, I don't want to give it away, but Ethan Hawke is great in it. He has a limited, uh, you know, as far as dialogue in it, but he, he plays, uh, you know, the, uh, the antagonist very well. Um, I don't want to say killer, right? I don't want to say things like that that'll give it away. But he he plays the 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 bad guy or the villain very well um, to the point where he needed, and then the kids took it over as far as kid acting. So that's an eight point two, probably higher than what most people would have. But I enjoyed it. That's per, that's for me. Everything, everywhere, all at once, which is 
fucking mayhem. I'll keep this short. It's basically like a Asian version um, satire and also like colorful version of like The Matrix. It's the best way I could describe it. It's things going, uh, you know, basically through the multiverse, but it's funny. It's got great colors, uh, visuals. It's a great storyline when you figure it out. It's a longer movie. It's about two and a half hours. Um, But at the end of that movie, I felt satisfied by everything being checked off on that. Uh, And then on the plane uh, back from Ohio today, I watched Prey, which was on Hulu that Joe Rogan uh, posted about. It was uh, in the Predator series, so it's more sci-fi and stuff like that. has to do with um, Native Americans 300 years ago. The Predator is there and trying to figure it out. Lead, lead role is by a, a, a young woman. I don't know her name. I've never seen her before, but I looked it up on IMBD, IMDB, which is my uh, new app that I look up everything. But I gave that a 7.4. I thought it was – I didn't know going into it. It kept me entertained. Kind of nodded out a couple times, not because of the movie, because I was exhausted, because I woke up at like 6 o'clock in the morning after going to bed after midnight, after a long day, but 7.4. So that's uh, Esco's movie review, what to watch. Um, last thing I'll, lead off, I'll end on is everybody out there, if you've watched Yellowstone, DM me, DM us. If you haven't, stop what you're doing, go watch it, because it's on Peacock. Uh, I think it's on Paramount. I couldn't find it on my Paramount. I don't know if I have a update my uh, subscription or whatever, but it's on Peacock. Yellowstone is, I'm on season three, episode four or five. It is the most wild show I've ever seen in a good way. It almost like feels like, like they're not saving anything for like season four or five. And then people I've talked to on Twitter, it's like, Wait until you get to season four, and I'm like, I'm two seasons away, and I've experienced everything. So that's Esco's movie review, What to Watch. I don't know if you have to add on to that that at all. No, I mean, me, I just, I've been watching anime. Like I said, I've been watching Demon Slayer, and I saw the new Jamie Foxx movie on Netflix, Day Shift. That was, it was all right. It was just some something to have on in, in the background as, you know, entertainment. But no, nothing in depth as you. <laughs> hey, I try to. Obviously, I'll crisp it up. I'll, I'll make sure it's it's more. I'll be trying to go to uh, Tuesday matinees every week. If not, I'll try to throw in a movie when I can because um, I think movies are fun. I think uh, obviously we're all sure. caught up with series and all that stuff, but movies are still things that bring people together, and uh, it's good. Uh, it's something that people don't agree on. Huh? New Game of Thrones series on Sunday. New Game of Thrones uh, will be this weekend. Excited about that. HBO Max. Dragon Ball. This weekend in in the United States. Yeah, I might be squeezing that that into a matinee next week. I'm definitely going to watch that this weekend, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Go out to the movies. I'm telling you... uh, I've only gone to the movies four times in the last year, and every experience is different. Hey, cheat code. You could sneak in your own popcorn, your own liquor, your own wine, whatever you need to do. It's uh, Movies are no longer about price because uh, the price is taken care of. It's either $5 matinee or $10 matinee, or you're paying $15 
for yourself and you could bring in what you want or if you want to make it a bougie night and buy food, whatever you could do. There's no excuse to not go out to the movies because I have noticed that watching a movie in the theaters and watching it at home is way different. There's no subtitles. There's no pause or fast forward or rewind. So there's times where I've been in the house I've been in the house so much over the last three years that when I'm at the movies, I like have that thought process to like grab the remote and I'm like, oh shit, I'm at the movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like low key, like you have that, like, I don't grab the remote, but I have that thought process like, oh shit, I wish I could rewind that. But I'm like, oh fuck, I'm at the movies. I can't. So it makes you lock in more. It makes you, so it's a different process than um, watching it at home, which is way better. You know, all of nothing, you get to see it once. And, uh, you know, put down your fucking phone is what I could say. Shout outs. Let's do it. Let's wrap Marlon's this episode 36 Marlon's up. Job. Oh, they won? Yep. 3-0. Pepe. Shout out Sandy. Alcantara. Future Cy Younger. Hopefully. Let's do shout outs, brother. Uh, shit. All right. Yeah. I mean, shout out my boy Chris Brock. His birthday was last week. Shout out Ben. His birthday was what? Yesterday? Nah, two days ago, I believe. Saturday. Saturday. Might have been yesterday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, yeah, 13th. Yeah, that's uh, Fidel Castro's birthday, too. <laughs> uh, I guess shout out him, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Bet. <laughs> what Shit. else you got? Shout out, shout out you, dog. Stop it. Shout out you. You're, you're a fucking man. Don't throw out. If you got more, no more shout-outs, don't just shout-out me. I don't want that. Um, I don't want that. Bet the Ford, are we back? Next month. Next month. All right. So it's uh, August. So bet the fourth. bet the Ford, September 2022. We, we went on a sabbatical. Hey, rightfully so. You took the summer off. You had a new job. You had a new situation. I get it. I like it. So bet the Ford, hash brown. BTS Brown. Shout out, um, shout out the Bad Bunny concert. We had a lot of good. I got a lot of good con- content on my um, Instagram watching Showed people. Hard rock. Yeah, that we know he's killing it, man, with the floating island. People that I knew that are pure white that don't understand Spanish were going to that. Like that's what music is about, though. And uh, you know, you laugh at it at first because you know I'll say it first. I'm. Hispanic. I don't know how to speak Spanish fluently, but I am on day one twenty. It's loading. Duolingo. I am on one one thirty two straight days of learning Spanish. So hey, everybody can learn at their own pace. Um, but shout out everybody that went because you. I got to see it. I I felt like I was there. Uh, you know the thoughts were out. You know, thinking that they knew, you know, Bad Bunny and all that. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever gets you by the day. Um, he's not into you. He'll never be into you. And you'll probably never get anybody like that. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Wow. Way to shoot them all down. You yeah, just shot sure. down like 90% of the female population in South Florida. If not, Good for them. I did want to say I did skip out, so shout out Ben, obviously, but shout out Mo, Mo Tights, Maurice. Uh, his birthday was 8-8. I didn't get to shout him out last week. Um, my dog, we had a good time out um, on his birthday last weekend. He'll be over this weekend. We usually do movie nights 
every like Wednesday or Thursday at the crib. Um, so maybe I'll mix into what we watch on movie nights into that. And then uh, shout out Gravy. Gravy wedding weekend is this weekend. Um, hopefully everything goes smoothly, goes great. Love is love. All that good stuff you're supposed to say when a wedding happens. You know, have fun, my brother. I wish I could be there. Have other obligations. And, um, you know, shout out everybody that's listening that knows us that will be there in attendance. But we love you, dog. And uh, love is love. We love love. Right for especially you. You, you fucking I love, love love. I love I it. I know. I know. You love love. So I need it. 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 That's 36, dog. Jerome Bettis episode. Whoo! I'm fucking cooked. I know you felt like it. I'm I'm sure the listeners, so for everybody that listened this long, man, pre-production, he logged on and I knew he was cooked. I could tell from his energy. He did not have the energy today. So we apologize. He let me talk for way too long. Fuck it. I think I talked for at least 90% of this episode. Yeah, no, you did. You, You held it down. I appreciate you. Un- unintentionally, because I didn't try to. I try to like give you some, some, some long-winded answers. You just, you know, it's okay. Hey, hey everybody has a moment. KD gonna tr- tweet free Taiwan. Who? KD. Oh, fuck him. He's a cupcake. Oh yeah, shout out my uh, my niece Kellen in Ohio. She turned shout two. Out Kellen. Shout out Kellen. She's big too. She loves peanut butter. She's amazing. She's the smartest yeah, two-year-old I've ever known. I swear to God. I'll put her against any two-year-old ever on the world. Yeah. Let's go bar. Let's go pound, pound for pound, bar for pound bar. For let's go I fucking an, question and answer. I guarantee you she'll win. Let's We're not both related, but that don't matter. She's my niece. Holy I don't shit. give a fuck. Let's go. She got, the ac- she got the Akron in her. She got that dog. She got that dog. She got that. All right. Anyway, episode thirty-six. Four Tama. Elvis Escobar. Enter the lab. Exit the lab. Get the fuck out of here. Before I go to sleep. I need to go to bed. <laughs> Peace.